Welcome to the Dr. Janine Show. I'm Dr. Janine Bowery, naturopathic doctor, and today I'm sharing with you natural tips for breast health. So this is a very important topic, and I want you to stay tuned for the entire show. I've got some exciting information to share with you. We'll be talking a little bit about Dr. Hammer, if you've ever heard of that correlation that he made in terms of breast health and emotional traumas that a woman may have gone through and how that manifests potentially in having some breast issues, as well as talking about iodine deficiency and the thyroid and how that can be related to breast health. And of course, we have our trivia section coming up as well. So I want everybody to do their best, participate, do your best in answering the questions. You don't have to get them right, but just do your best. We have a fun question for the last question of today's quiz, which is awesome. And we even have a bonus. So we actually have two prizes. So we have the Dr. Janine mug that you have the ability to win, as well as the women's formula from our proud sponsors at VitaTree. So stay tuned for the quiz section. It comes up usually towards the end of the show. And we do have that bonus question this week, which is a fun one. If you're new to my channel, welcome in. I am Dr. Janine Bowery, naturopathic doctor, and I share all things natural, how to deal with our health, how to prevent disease, of course, and doing it with natural remedies. And I've got some great demonstrations today for the breast health. And this is not just for women. This is for men as well, because we know that breast cancer rates in men are actually on the rise. And that has a lot to do with with our environment. So I'm going to start right there in terms of some of the toxic estrogens, they're called xenoestrogens, that are in the environment. So some of the most common sources of these xenoestrogens include sunscreen. So benzophenone for MBC is one of those examples of these toxic estrogens, which of course can have a negative impact on our cellular health. And of course, for our breast tissue, which is estrogen sensitive, as well as plastic water bottles. So I've done recently some posts on how many microplastics are you ingesting every day? So that could be water bottles, it could be plastic food containers, the worst thing you can do is to microwave food in a plastic container. Number one, you shouldn't be having a microwave because of the EMFs. You've seen my shows on EMFs, but number two, because of those plastics that will leach into the food. Try to use glass to store your leftovers and things as much as possible. Another type of xenoestrogen, paraben. So, of course, this has been, you know, outlawed in a lot of the beauty industry. It's a no-no to put parabens in products. However, they still persist in the environment and in some products, as well as insecticides can have these xenoestrogen uh, components, as well as toothpaste even can have xenoestrogens, perfumes and fragrances. So if you love to spray your perfume on your skin, I highly recommend that you don't do that. I, I use some good perfume, but at the same time, I don't put it on my skin. I spray it on my clothing. It's a little bit better than actually put it on, putting it on your skin because we know that anything that's put into, you know, our uh, and on our skin will be absorbed into the internal organs and into our circulation, which can be potentially dangerous, especially with our hormones, our estrogen levels. Red food coloring also is known to be in estrogen mimicking chemical and that's something so watch out for your sports drinks uh your red candies we just had halloween here in canada and in the u.s 
not every country does have Halloween, but watch out for those red candies because they are particularly bad for your estrogen levels. And not that any candies are really good for you, but you know, if you need more help on sugar addiction and things, check out my show all about sugar and why we need to avoid it. As well as air fresheners and dryer sheets can have these xenoestrogens. And if you dry clean your clothes, so just be really aware of, you know, cleaning up your environment because you definitely want to do your best to avoid these toxic estrogens. So now, more importantly, how do we detoxify these xenoestrogens from our body? So you know that I always go into at some point, some form of full body detoxification, which is really important. So step number one, of course, is to avoid these xenoestrogens. Step number two is to do a regular full body detox. And because we're exposed to these xenoestrogens and other toxins in our environment, Sometimes we know about them, sometimes we don't know about them. It's really important, in my opinion, to do a full body detox with specific herbal medicines at least three to four times a year. So at the change of each season, this is something that we'll put links at the bottom of the video in our YouTube uh, version of this so that you can get your hands on and learn more about that full body detox, which comprises different herbal medicines, which are great for detoxing all of the internal organs. So not just the liver, not just the colon, but your lymphatic system. System, which we're going to be talking about today, as well as your skin and all your emunctories, as they're known as your major detox organs internally. Now, another great thing to detox the xenoestrogens is sweating. So as much, you know, as you can perspire, the better. So definitely being outside, natural sunlight uh, is a great way, uh, as well as infrared sauna or a regular sauna. Sweating out those toxins, especially the fat-soluble toxins, can sit very close to the skin surface and they sit in the fat cells there. So this is one of the best ways to eliminate these fat soluble toxins is to eliminate them through your sweat. And I have, of course, I have other videos on how to detox specifically the xenoestrogens. So please check out my video. It's called Natural Tips for Fibroids. And I go into more specifics as to how to balance the hormones and, of course, specifically for detoxifying these bad estrogens. Now, there's another aspect for breast health that you may not have thought about. And in my opinion, not enough people are talking about the negative effects of EMF, so electromagnetic fields in terms of our cell phones, the Wi-Fi, the 5G, all of, you know, these electromagnetic fields that are inundating our bodies with this radiation is very different today, at, even compared to, I'd say, 10, 15 years ago. It's only getting more and more impactful in a negative way on our health, in my opinion, of course. So, there is a lot of research that shows that the EMFs can have a negative impact on our breast health. So one of the things, please, ladies, if you have a cell phone, please do not tuck it into your bra. Do not have it anywhere near your breast tissue. This is something that is really frightening when I see, you know, women, they're going, you know, for a walk, they're going, they're working out at the gym, they don't want to tuck, you know, their phone or keep it off their body. And they're tucking it into their bra. Please don't do this. I hope nobody's doing this. But please make this be the last day, you know, that you've ever thought of even doing this, because it really is detrimental for your breast health, as well as wearing 
underwire bras. So you want to get any type of metal away from this area and any area of your body as much as possible because what the EMFs do when you do have wires and metal on your body, now that metal becomes like an antenna for that EMF radiation that's coming at your body. So especially the underwire bras. And I was actually surprised to find out Last week, I, I did some shopping for myself and I was surprised to find it. And I hadn't done it in a while. Note to self, you got to take care of yourself, ladies. Um, but yeah, in, in the store, they have a whole new technology in terms of, you know, wireless bras, which were fantastic and had support. And of course, it depends on your shape and your size. But definitely go and investigate because, you know, compared to even three, four years ago, there's definitely new products on the market that are very nice. And, you know, they do have the support and they don't have the wires. So do your best. What I've done in my own bras at home that had wires, I just took out, I cut, made it a little cut in the side and I removed the wires. And yeah, they're not exactly the same as they, as what they were, but they're still functional and they're still, you know, the nice bra. So that's another option for you to remove the metal from your bras. Now, another thing that you have to consider in terms of the EMFs is, of course, is making sure that you are connected to the earth. So there are natural EMFs from the earth. I'm not talking about the non-native. So the non-native EMFs are the less healthy ones. The native EMFs from the earth, so the magnetism of the earth, the electrons that we get from grounding. And if, if you've seen my other videos, you know, going out in your bare feet on the earth, connecting with the earth is very healing to your body. And this is something even if you can lie down on the grass, lie down on the sand, lie down on, on in your garden, wherever you want to do this safely. Um, this is great because the closer that you're your body is of course so you know if you're lying on your back or even on your on your front that the closer you are to those electrons in the earth the closer you know and the more readily your body will take up these electrons so that's something that you can do now studies have shown that if you do have leptin resistance if you are looking at a lot of artificial lights at nighttime this will negatively affect your melatonin levels and melatonin is very much related to breast health. So in this study, we can see that night shift work, especially late at night and the risk of breast cancer. And there was an indication of an increased risk among subjects with the brightest bedroom. So make your bedroom super, super dark. It should be blackout in your bedroom. That's really important. Another thing that, you know, they investigated were the graveyard shift work was associated again with an increased breast cancer risk. And this, you know, showed that having that exposure to light at nighttime definitely ha had an increased correlation with breast cancer risk. So do your best. If you are a shift worker, you know, there's ways to sort of mitigate the risks of that, but you've got to get into somewhat of a normal sleep-wake cycle. And when you are sleeping, it's got to be dark. So that's really something that's very important. If you don't secrete your melatonin, if you don't have that deep sleep, then your body's not detoxifying. And melatonin actually has a lot more functions than just what we think about, which is sleep. It has a lot to do with an antioxidant effect. It's very healing to our cells. It's very anti-cancer. So that's really, really important to have that restful night's sleep. 
So if you're just tuning in, welcome, welcome. It's nice to have you here. I'm Dr. Janine, and today I'm sharing natural tips for breast health. We are streaming live on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Instagram and TikTok as well. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about something interesting. A lot of people have not heard of the late Dr. Hammer, Hammer, um, and he actually was able to investigate. Now, based on his own, you know, personal trauma of losing his son, he actually himself, Dr. Homer, developed cancer um, in a short period of time after suffering that, that shock trauma of losing his son. And what he was able to investigate was that, and he actually established that every disease is caused by a conflict shock that catches an individual completely off guard. And that is a quote from Dr. Homer. And so he noticed that when people were had a stressful, shocking event that they didn't you know, expect or know that was coming. And he was actually able to analyze the CT scans in relationship to the types of shock traumas that his patients had suffered through. And he was a doctor, he was an internist, and so he had full accessibility to the CT scans. And it would cause a lesion. So in the brain, because of the shock trauma, there would be a lesion that had sharp concentric rings. And this would be an indicator of specifically developing disease somewhere else in the body. And so there was, he had a lot of breast cancer patients and depending on the type of shock and the handedness of the patient. So if you're right or left-handed and the type of breast cancer that actually developed in the breast, he was able to now correlate the different types of shock traumas, the mental emotional shock traumas. So as, as an example, the mother-child relationship, uh, worrying about a partner, these were all some of those different correlations. So this, you know, as the rule, let's say you're a right-handed person, this could respond then to the conflict with the mother or your children. So, and that would correspond if you're right-handed to the left side of the body. So a right-handed person, woman would develop a, a breast tumor on the left side in her left breast. And so he was able to make all of these correlations, which is very fascinating. I learned about this probably, oh boy, over 20 years ago and just found it very, very, you know, based on my mom's own personal history. If you don't know, you know, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer at the age of 44. So at a very young age and going back um, years ago, this was relatively unheard of. So when I learned about these things and saw the correlations in my mom's own life and some of the stresses that she had suffered through um, in her own life that, yeah, definitely there was a correlation. And I always found it so fascinating, Dr. Hammer's, Hammer's work. So it's something that you can definitely do, you know, more research on and there's courses and things that you can learn about this. But I, I always, you know, with my patients over the years as well, would able to sort of hone in on. So the question is, well, what do you do about it? You know what the shock trauma was, you know, so having healing, you know, I'm all about the mind body connection. So having and, and developing a healing around that shock trauma and letting it go uh, can be very, very helpful in terms of the healing of that breast 
tumor or whatever you've manifested in that specific area of your body. So it's not just about breast health with Dr. Hammer. It goes into other organs and where you may have developed problems as well. So very, very interesting. And there's different stages of that healing. So the conflict active stage is a cold stage. So everything feels cold. You could have sleep disturbances, lack of appetite or typical symptoms of that conflict active stage in the cold stage. And then there's the resolution stage where everything gets warm and the body is actually going through a healing mechanism all on its own. So the the power to be able to heal these things definitely is there. We just have to allow our body to do it. So if you're just tuning in, I'm Dr. Janine. I'm talking about natural tips for breast health today. Welcome to you all. It's nice to see you all. Thank you so much. Lee for free is here. Hello. Nice to see you on TikTok. Brent, good morning. Nice to see you. Coffee, crazy. Hello, hello. I like your handle name. That is nice to see DPS. Sherry, nice to see you. So some of the, my regulars are here, actually. I think quite a number of you are here. So nice to see you this morning. Okay, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about iodine and iodine deficiency and breast health. So this is definitely of interest. And, you know, researchers have re really looked at iodine and why it's so important for breast health. And we know that in terms of Japanese women, they have very, very low rates of breast cancer. And they consume across the scale compared to people in other parts of the world, especially North America, very high levels of iodine in their diet. So not only do they have a diet rich in seaweed, but also seafood. So on a daily basis, they really do have a lot of iodine that is in their diet. So this is really important. And one of the things about the halogens, unfortunately, so if you look at, you know, in the periodic table where iodine is, I did a whole show on iodine. So if you want more details on this, I won't go into all the details here. But things like chlorine, bromine are all in that same group as iodine. So what happens and they preferentially will take over. So let's say you're a swimmer, you're exposed to a lot of chlorine in cleaning with bleach and things, or maybe it's bromide. Uh, one of the foods I'm going to, it's not actually a food, but it's, it's a junk food drink that I'm going to talk about in just a second that you should really avoid because it does contain bromine. But if you're exposed to these things, then it's going to displace your iodine. Now, especially if you're iodine deficient, and some people are because you're simply not getting iodine in your diet, we've moved away from using a lot of iodized salt, which isn't, in my opinion, always the best thing for your iodine. But we don't eat a lot of seafood or seaweed necessarily. We're using the fancier salts and this is where we can really run the risk of an iodine deficiency. So this is something that personally I make sure I take every day my kelp. Um, it is in something that I take to support my thyroid gland, which is really, really important in terms of health for not only the thyroid, but of course for the breast tissue as well. Okay, so I promised I would talk about this drink. And I I didn't know, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was this bad. So there is a very popular, I'm not going to name the brain, brand name, but there's a very popular caffeinated lemon lime soda out there. Uh, and it does contain brominated, so bromine, brominated vegetable oil. And that's so that the lemon lime um, particles don't separate and sort of float to the top of the product. Yeah, so this bromine now will displace. So if you're drinking this and you're drinking it on the regular, uh, this will displace your iodine and you can really run the risk of an iodine deficiency, but now put your breast tissue at, at risk as well. So 
maybe everybody can guess what that what that common thing is. I might uh, <laughs> I might comment if you're if you're right or wrong, but yeah, you you want to do your due diligence. Always read your labels, no matter what you're drinking or ingesting, to make sure that it doesn't have you know this brominated vegetable oil. And another you know in terms of a Canadian study was actually done back in 1993, and it found that iodine specifically relieves signs and symptoms of fibrocystic breast disease in 70%. So it was actually 74% of patients in the crossover series had clinical improvement and objective improvement was noted in 72% of those who received the molecular iodine. So yeah, if you've got painful breasts, that's your body is telling you that maybe there is a deficiency of iodine. It's something that you definitely want to look into and compound that. So I actually looked at some research on the correlation between having Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, so low thyroid function which is autoimmune related and breast cancer. And that correlation is definitely there. So this is something that you definitely want to make sure that you're on top of and, you know, the thyroid link with breast health. So this is a big caution for anybody who is taking thyroid hormone to help to supply the body with the active T3. This is something that you definitely increase the metabolic rate of the body and in turn you increase the need for your iodine. So word of caution that you definitely have to make sure that you are getting enough iodine in your body. And if you do have an iodine deficiency, then this is, which is a large problem you know, part of the population, especially for women, that the longer the thyroid hormone is taken, the more deficient you become. So if you've been on thyroid support uh, in terms of a medication to support your low thyroid for years, you have all the more need for that iodine. And you may experience, you know, breast tenderness, and that could be part of that iodine deficiency because of what you're taking for your thyroid. So I really want to make, make that clear. And that's something that I um, have definitely been able to educate a lot of women about. So I'm glad that you're tuning in today. I see that Jamila is here. Hello, hello. Nice to see you. Uh, Sassy Tassie one. Nice to see you. Piano Andrew is here. Nice to see you. No, but good guess. Good guess. Piano Andrew, that wasn't it. No, JRW, that's not it either. Piano. Um, who else had a guess here? No, the Jenny Penny. No, you're getting closer, but uh, the guess, I did anybody get it yet? Sorry, somebody has it? iCastles had, had the right guess. Was that on, on TikTok? Okay, I'm not... Oh, you decided to give up. Oh, okay, I now I see it. iCastles, you gave up that product years ago. Good for you. So no more brominated <laughs> vegetable oils for you. And another one just got it too. Okay, so a few people are getting the the right answer on that drink on TikTok. Um, and Raina's, hey, Raina, nice to see you. Oh, another, I almost said another drink also has it too, potentially. So yes, yeah, so just please, please um, read. Uh, and DPS, Sherry, you haven't had soda since 1978. Whew, that's good. Good girl. Okay, so now I'm going to, thanks for streaming. And I love, I love, okay, there's a lot of, um, yes, a lot of the correct answer coming in on that, that drink, not, not to have, in my opinion. 
Okay, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about, and I do get a lot of questions from women about, you know, mammograms, and there's definitely controversy surrounding mammograms. It's one of maybe the most controversial tests, especially I know in the US, there's been a lot of talk about this. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they, you know, it is radiation. Um, So my opinion on this, you can probably guess because of my you know, research based on EMFs and, and non-ionizing radiation and then ionizing radiation is, is potentially very dangerous for our cellular health. So this is something that you definitely have to do your due diligence on in terms of having the recommended mammograms and depending on what age you're at. But there are other tests that can be done, of course, for breast uh, tissue health and looking for things, uh, one of which is thermography. So thermography uses infrared sensors to detect heat and increased vascularity. And, and we know that angiogenesis, so you know the more blood flow that we have going to an area, potentially is an indication that something is happening in that tissue. So that's where thermography is something that um, can be very advantageous. And I'm going to go through some of the pros and cons that I have here based on thermography. There's also ultrasound. So ultrasound is the use of high frequency sound waves. And they're bounced off the breast tissue and collected as an echo to produce an image. So there's no radiation in the thermography or the ultrasound. And they're both non-invasive and they're harmless. So for thermography, nothing actually touches you. So that that could be one of the advantages. Uh, Mammography, of course, radiation is being used. And that radiation passes through the breast tissue to produce an image um, and suspicion areas need to be dense enough to be seen. So it, it's mammography isn't always catching everything is kind of the point I wanted to make there. Now, in terms of, you know, more comparisons, the thermography can be used as often as indicated. So you can have more frequent testing done to see if there's a progression or a regression as to what was picked up on the thermography. Um, Ultrasounds usually aren't done as frequently. And of course, (laughs) mammography is is very limited in terms of use because of the concern of the radiation exposure. So you may not be able to do the follow-up testing, uh, of course, with mammography. And I, again, radiation, you got to ask yourself, is this actually good? So um, I'm not going to talk too much more about the comparisons here, but definitely do your own research and you can... uh, Uh, You know, there's compression issues with mammography as well. You know, a lot of my female friends have said that it was not a very (laughs) pleasant experience. So again, you've got to do your due diligence and find the right practitioner to work with as well. Because if you do have concerns, unfortunately, sometimes you can run up against someone who doesn't share your concerns. Um, So just work with someone, a practitioner that you can openly speak with and of course advocate for your own health and especially your breast tissue health. Okay, so moving on, I always get a lot of questions. What do I eat as a woman? But this is for the guys as well in terms of the best healthy diet in terms of protecting the breast tissue, especially, you know, if you've you've been through this or a family member, a loved one uh, has been through breast health issues that there are certain foods that are very specifically, you know, designed by Mother Nature to help with chelating out some of these less favorite 
favorable uh, xenoestrogens. So the group that I love are the cruciferous vegetables, the indole-3-carbonyls, which I've talked about before. Indole-3-carbonyls convert to something called DIM, and it's best if you can eat the cruciferous veggies raw or very lightly steamed, so under four minutes. And that's important because as soon as, and in not too much water, so you want to steam them because as soon as the cell wall opens up from cooking, then you're going to lose all those nutrients into the water. So it's best if you can steam under four minutes and with just a little bit of water. And I'm going to go through some of the list um, of the, you know, great cruciferous veggies. So and they have glucosinolates, and that is one of the you know phytonutrients that is very common in the cruciferous vegetables, which has that potent antioxidant effect. So, garden cress has 97.5 milligrams of the glucosinolates, so very protective. Mustard greens also very high, 78.4 milligrams. Brussels sprouts are fantastic, 88 milligrams. Again, just don't cook them too much, and that can be a little bit challenging with Brussels sprouts. And that's why I actually have and take a raw whole food capsule of a bunch of these. And so they're raw um, and I don't have to cook them. And I take this high concentration every day. So that's something else that, you know, I'm promised that we'll in the YouTube video, we'll share links to, and please stay on. So after when, you know, I talk about products and things, stay on um, Instagram and TikTok after the show, after we say goodbye, please stay on. And I, I can show you some things. And often on a Wednesday on my lives as well, that on TikTok and um, we haven't done it yet on Instagram, but that's when I share protocols and things and I can show you products. But so stay on today because we'll talk about this one specifically. And I hope my producer is going to remind me to bring this one up because I get a lot of questions, you know. Okay, continuing with the list, some of my favorites, kale. So just making sure, of course, with kale, we talked about this previously that it is organic because there's some issues with toxicity levels in kale, especially even organic from, from California. Not that I have anything about against Californians, but I love you guys. But at the same time, there, you know, has been evidence of some toxicity in the kale from California. So just to be aware of that, hopefully it's locally grown, um, depending on where you live in the world, as well as turnips have 59 milligrams of the glucosinolates, broccoli, bok choy are also on this list, list cauliflower and savoy cabbage. So some of my favorites. So yeah, just if you are going to cook them, make sure that they are lightly steamed in not a lot of water, like I said. Okay, so now we're going to have a bit of a demonstration. I'm going to show you lymphatic drainage specifically for your breast health. And we know that the lymphatic system, uh, we have a picture of it here, I believe is very important for draining. So the lymphatic system does not move on its own. And this is in between our arterial and our venous system. And this is part of our immune system. And of course, we know that we have lymph nodes in different regions of the body. And it's really important that we move to move the lymph. If you're very sedentary, your lymph is not moving. If you are not exercising, your lymph is not moving. And this can really run into, and especially around this area, you've got to be able to move. So that's why upper arm exercises are important, moving that lymph. But I'm going to show you now my own lymphatic drainage routine that I do for my own health. So whether that's head and neck health and draining the lymph here for cold 
colds, flu, sinuses, earaches, and, and anything that's happening, eye infections, anything happening in the head region. But more specifically today, I'll show you in terms of breast health as well. So I want everybody to join me. So get comfy, everybody. So, you know, get nice and centered. And we're going to start in the clavicle region. So the clavicle, and I, you can't really see mine, but of course, is your, your collarbone. So above and below your collarbone, you can kind of see it there through my shirt. You're going to put your fingers, and I use my opposite. So right now I'm using my right hand on my left collarbone. And my, I just use my fingers above and below the collarbone so that you go across and you go from your shoulder area to the midline. Okay, so that's where you start and you go back and forth about, and I'm sorry, I'm looking at my monitors so I can see what it's looking like. So you're going to go back and forth and very, very gently. Do not press hard. If you press hard, you're shutting down your lymph. So it's very, very gentle touch across your clavicles. And then you're going to go down and you may even find even just from opening up the lymph here that you have to swallow that's your lymph is already starting to drain which is i think it's it happens to me every time it's like every time i get excited about it <laughs> i shouldn't but i do i think it's i think it's so cool the way that the body works okay now we're going to go down the front of the neck so just down the front of the neck again very gently very gently we know that if you've had a sore throat before you know how your lymph can get clogged underneath here and sometimes down the chain so down your uh, SCM muscle there's a whole lymph chain down here so we're just going very gently down the front of the neck now we're going to go behind the ears so my hands I don't know if you can see this are like this, so in front of, and my index finger is behind my ear, and just going down like this towards the end of your chin. And I, I usually do about 10 strokes per area, okay? Now the next area is the back of the neck, so starting at your hairline and just going gently down the back of your neck. And this really is great for your beauty routine and I actually do this in the shower so in the shower it's a great way to move the lymph as well I do it when I apply apply my moisturizers um, and just help to move that lymph and now finally is in the armpit so this is specifically for the breast tissue because we do have lymph glands here so basically you are going very gently again not not too forcefully inside so I'm holding my arm up again I'm for all my podcast people so my arm is up my left arm is up and I'm using my right hand it's cupping inside so at the starting at sort of the top of my armpit area and cupping and moving down and whenever we do anything for the lymph we want to move it down because the main chain if we look again at the the diagram of the lymphatic system we can pull that up for a second we're going we want to direct everything down towards the heart and that main chain the right and uh lymphatic duct you can see is then the midline of the body close to the heart and that will help to clear that lymph now the other thing that you can do so of course I would do this bilaterally so on both sides and I do this in the shower it's it's just part of my routine now and I just you know gently on both sides about 10 times on each side and then yeah just 
get a little shake and yeah, you feel great. And it's, it really is incredible how, you know, um, this can help with moving that lymphatic. Now, of course you can go and see a practitioner who specializes in lymphatic drainage massage. That's something that's really helpful as well. And another thing you can do is exercise. So making sure that you're moving your body, stretching your body, especially upper upper arms. I did my, my weight workout yesterday, so I can like feel it in my muscles a little bit. So doing anything above the head, lifting weights, which I love, um, getting everything moving, you know, any, any type of exercise, making sure that you are including, you know, your upper extremities is really important and rebounding is fantastic. So whether you have a big trampoline or a mini trampoline, rebounding is one of the best ways that you can actually move your lymphatic fluid. I know in Pilates machines now, they do have a rebounder on the end, um, which is also great to move the lymph. So yeah, just be creative. Find something that you, if you want, love to dance, I mean, that's exercise as well. That will help to move your lymph. So find something that you love to do. Okay, so now for the tips. So here's nine natural tips for good breast health. So tip number one, of course, avoid the EMFs. Make sure you're not putting your cell phone in your bra. Make sure you're limiting your EMF experience exposure. I have an entire segments and shows on EMFs and how to limit your exposure. So make sure you check those out on YouTube. Tip number two is don't wear an underwire bra. Don't wear metals on your body as much as possible. And this is something that you definitely any, you know, exposure in your breast area in, and this is for the guys as well do your best not to, you know, have wires, um, metal in this area, whether it's on your clothing, um, especially on the chest, uh, area. And for women, you know, don't wear bras that have underwires and you can remove them. So that's something, one option, or just find, you know, a new style of bra and the new technology. If it works for you, Hey, they're fantastic. Okay. Tip number three is to use the sunlight to your advantage. So we know that the healing rays of the sun is very helpful for our breast tissue as well. So if you are in an area where you can expose your breasts safely and not have anybody complaining, then you can do that definitely. So get the natural sunlight right directly on your breasts. There are specific bathing suits that you can buy now that, um, so just direct message me if you want links to this, because I actually purchased one. It came uh, from the UK and it, you can't tell by wearing it that it's see-through, but it's, it has micro holes in it so that the sunlight actually penetrates through. It's fantastic. So that's another option for you. Okay. Tip number four is to do grounding. So we know that those negative electrons from the earth are really healing to the body and getting outside with your bare feet on the earth is very healing as well. Tip number five is to get that good night's sleep. So we know that melatonin is really important. It is an important antioxidant. It's anti-cancer. It helps our immune function and definitely helps with having healthy breast tissue as well. Tip number six is to do your lymphatic drainage massage, which I just showed you. So you can refer back to it on YouTube um, is specifically how to do that for the breast tissue. Tip number seven is to do your full body detox. So three to four times a year. Hey, if you're overdue, you've not yet done your detox, I can definitely help you in that department. So make sure you stick around. And if you do have questions, you can always send in a, you know, in the comment section, if you want more information on the detox that I take, I'll definitely 
let you know and my team will members will help to let you know and exactly how to do that protocol. Tip number eight, of course, is to have a healthy diet. So you want to include your indole-3-carbonyl foods. Remember the cruciferous vegetables, really, really important. You want to include healthy fats in your diet and no sugars or little to no sugar. Let's put it that way, because it's very hard to not have ever any sugar at all, but do your best to get that sugar, especially the refined sugar out of the diet. All of the things that you don't need, you know, make sure, especially if you're, if you're dealing or concerned about breast health, that yeah, sugar is a big no-no. And tip number nine is to address those shock traumas. So again, the mind-body connection, I want you, if there are breast issues, to get it off your chest. I mean, what are you holding on your chest that's weighing you down emotionally, mentally, energetically, spiritually? Get it off your chest in a healthy way, of course. There could be relationship conflicts and this could be 20 years ago that you haven't yet healed from. So these are things that I want you to definitely be able to alleviate from your life. And, you know, you maybe need to do some meditation, some energy medicine, I've got a ton more information on tips on how to do that coming up. So make sure you're following me and you can, you know, help to help each other and, and really educate you about how to get healthy in mind, body and spirit. So we made it. It's quiz time. So is everybody ready? This is the favorite part of the show. It's so much fun. So we're going to, I'll be asking you questions and it's usually based on last week's show. And we're drawing this week for the Dr. Janine mug. So, and again, you, you don't need to get your answers correct. Just do your best. Thank you so much for this. Um, and so we have one winner for the mug and we also have one win winner for the women's formula. So this is from our great sponsors at VitaTree. So we thank them for supporting the show and for helping with our giveaways for the quiz section. Okay. Are we ready, everyone? Question number one, name a herbal medicine that helps detoxify the liver and regenerate healthy liver cells. So a herbal medicine that helps to detox the liver and regenerate healthy liver cells. Here we go. Whoa, the Jenny Penny. That was quick. DPS Sherry. Um, I know what you mean. Good job. Good job. Anybody else? Uh, Arletta, good job on Facebook. That was quick. Uh, turmeric, Aisha, good try. Uh, I think I could technically maybe take that answer. Yes. Not the one I was thinking about, but I think, yeah, actually Jody 1250. I see a lot of people saying this one now. Yes. I think you're actually right. Uh, DPS Sherry. Good. Yes. Yes. Of course you corrected it. Awesome. Anybody else? Antoinette. Hey, Hello, hello. Yes, Dr. J9, I am here. Nice to see you. Um, Aisha, good job. Nora Persaud, good job. Liz Q702 on Instagram, good job. Uh, anybody else? Sophie Zora, good try, good try. So the answer I was, oh, Nadia Rovinelli, good job. Um, and that was on YouTube, good job. Sonia, good. Yes. So Sonia, yes, yes, yes. Very good. Anybody else? Sophia Bugdaddy. Good job. 
I like these handle names. They're hilarious. And thanks for all the likes and things, guys. I see those coming through. So that's very kind of you. Uh, yes, Jamila, good job. Oh, I like the real Sherry. I actually like that answer. It's not one I was thinking of. Mud the Weenie, hey, how are you? Good job. Nice to see you. There's a lot of the regulars here today. This is so fun. Uh, Marie, good job on YouTube as well. And okay, so the answer I was looking for was actually milk thistle, but it's true for turmeric as well. So for anybody who had turmeric as their answer, um, very good. And ginger came in as well. So I haven't seen the research on ginger with regeneration of liver cells, but it's a possibility. So um, good, good job, everyone. So yeah, a lot. And I like the real sherry. Uh, you said castor oil packs. So that that was definitely um, a good answer as well. Okay. Question number two, true or false? Fructose is good for your liver. True or false? Fructose is good for the liver. Thanks for the new follows too, guys. I see that. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in today. Glad that you caught the show. Um, the real Sherry, Ms. BNS Soul, good job. Madawini, good job. Jody, 1250, good job. Radically, ooh, everybody's here. Wow. Hi, Steve is here too. Radically different one. Nice to see you. You're right. Correct, correct. Reina, good job. Um, Icy Castles, good job. Sophia Bug Daddy. <laughs> I love that handle name. That's awesome. What's that? That's your real name? Oh my God, that is the best name. Um, Jamila, good job. Sorry, on, on Instagram? Liz Q, praising lady, good job. Uh, Sonia, good job on Facebook. Arletta, good job. Aisha, good job. Nora Prasad, good job. Uh, Felicia, Nadia, Marie, good job. Wow, there's a lot of people here today. This is awesome. Is everybody having as much fun as I am? I don't know. I feel like a school teacher. I do this like all day, every day with my kids with homework too. It's like, it's test time. I hope my, my little guy, he has the science test today. He was a little bit nervous about it. <laughs> okay. And science, of course, is Dr. Janine's favorite subject. So yeah. Um, okay. So the answer is false. Yes. Fructose is not good for the liver, especially fatty liver. It's directly correlated. So anybody who missed that episode on fatty liver, make sure you check it out and what you can do about it. Okay. Question number three, name a herbal medicine that is good for kidney detox. This one's so easy. These are my favorite herbs, but I mean, I'll take any herb that you've got. Um, kidney detox. Which herbal medicines are good for kidney detox? Oh, I see a lull in the answering. Uh, DPS Sherry, good job. Raina, good job. Uh, Mar, is it Magret? Mag? Ret DF. Yep. Jamila, good job. Uh, the Jenny Penny, Sophia Bugdaddy. Um, anybody else? Aisha, good job. Uh, Felicia, good job. <laughs> Nadia, you're having fun? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not just me. I'm having a great time. Um, the real Sherry. Okay, good job. Um, Barbero CO, good. Yeah, that's a good answer as well. Jody, 1250, good job. Uh, Nadia, good job. Arletta, good job. I, I don't know if I said yours already. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, anybody else? 
Hey, Francis Robert 07. Nice to see you. Hello. Um, Sonia, good job. Anybody else? Liz on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Those are good, good answers, Liz. Praising Ladia. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good answers. Praising Lady as well. I like that. Okay. So the answers potentially, there's a lot. Um, parsley, bearberry, horsetail, marshmallow, uh, turmeric, beets, beet powder, um, and I think, yeah, milk thistle is great for the, for actually for the kidneys as well. Dandelion as well. So yeah, great answers, everyone. Okay. Question number four, we're almost done here. True or false coffee can help liver detoxification. True or false coffee can help liver detoxification. Uh, Sharan, hello, hello. Steve, good job. That was quick. Uh, Jody, 1250. Good. DPS, Sherry, good. Raina, good. Uh, Sophia, Bug Daddy, good try. Good try. JR, WXO, good job. <laughs> the real Sherry, you're praying. <laughs> good job. Madawini, Monica Atkinson, portraits. Good job. Jamila, good job with a question mark. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Uh, Sonia, yes. Nora, good job. Uh, Farin, good try. Arletta, good job. Aisha, good job. Uh, Farheen, hello. Nice to see you. Liz, 702, good job. Spud, 1927, good job. Jamila, good job. XTR, 73, good job. Um, Monica Atkinson Portraits, I think I said that one already, but maybe not. Hello, hello. Good job. Anybody else? Uh, Nadia. Yes, I like your answer on YouTube, Nadia. That's okay. Yes, praising lady. I like your answer too. Very detailed. So the answer is yes, true. So I like Nadia's answer and praising lady uh, in moderation. Of course, if it's indicated that you can have a bit of coffee, but yeah, it does increase your. Um, Jody, you love your bio coffee. Uh, it does increase your phase one part of your detoxification in the liver. So it can be very helpful. Okay. Question number five, and then we have a bonus question. Are we ready? Question number five, did Dr. Janine, moi, dress up for Halloween this year? Does anybody know this? Remember you're playing for prizes. <laughs> the Jenny Penny, good job. Radically different, good job. The real Cherie, good job. <laughs> Steve, good job. Yeah, Raina, good job. Jamila, Jamul, good job, good job. Madawini, yes. Sophia Bugdaddy, yes, good job. Um, Sonia, <laughs> good job. Farheen, yes, <laughs> good job. Uh, Arletta, good job. Aisha, good job. Nora, good job. Anybody else? I see Castles, Phoenix, Liz, yes, good, good. Praising Lady, Connie on Instagram, good job, everybody. Felicia, good job. Jane, good job on YouTube. Yes, so the answer is Ms. BNS Soul. That's my next question. Um, 
the answer was yes. Okay, so here's the bonus question. What was her costume? What was my costume for Halloween this year? Now, this is where I know who follows my Instagram or not, because it was posted on my story, which is, I believe, is now gone. It shouldn't be there anymore. Does anybody know what I dressed up as? Or if you joined my live yesterday, uh, we talked about this for a second. DPS Sherry. <laughs> well, I was underneath the costume. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Jamila, you don't have Instagram. Oh, too bad. Okay. Arletta. Okay, so maybe Arletta saw it, but you didn't you didn't make the connection as to what it was. Okay, so Arletta over on Facebook has a bit of a hint. Okay, the the Jenny Penny. <laughs> Steve. No. <laughs> oh, I'm a good try. There's some hints here. Yeah, the Jenny Penny. You saw it. Oh, Jody 1250. Okay, so I hope you're gonna follow me. This it it helps sometimes. The real Sherry, of course, I'm that anyways. A princess. <laughs> Praising Lady has it? Oh, Praising Lady says I'm an angel. 365 days a year. Thank you, Praising Lady. This is so good. DPS Sherry, no. Um, Raina, no, good try. Jody, it's. It, I'm glad that you tuned in today. So yeah, make sure you follow at Dr. Janine on my um, on my Instagram. Oh, nobody got it. Oh my goodness. I guess. Oh, Nora, good. Uh, good try. I wish I had the picture. I don't know. No, I don't think I'll have. Do the pictures save from the phone? Because my phone's up there, and I wouldn't be able to show you the picture. Uh, some DPS Sherry, some kind of <laughs> detox fruit. No, but that's a good idea for next year. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, I did think of something that was really um, funny yesterday. <laughs> Cruella? No, my friend did that before though. And yeah, she was amazing, Cruella. Um, anybody else? Okay, you saw it. Um, the Jenny Penny. You can't remember the character. Yeah, it's okay. Now I'll give you hints. I'm out of time here, guys. Okay, because this is too much fun. Okay, so I'll give you. It's a very popular Netflix movie right now, loosely or heavily related to our current <laughs> affairs. Uh, the Jenny Penny. Yeah. Um, does anybody know what it was? It was a red suit um yes steve got it okay that that hint was too much anyways um if you join my live i promise because i still have part of something funny happening so my jo join my live on thursday night um and you'll see what i mean yeah we'll have a guest visitor for my thursday night live <laughs> <laughs> with only green lights if you've seen squid game yeah the real sherry yeah if you've seen squid game and it's so funny because i i we actually a few kids got a little bit scared and i'm like no no it's not scary because we had like the whole like fog machine and me dressed up giving the candy and something else which i'll show you on thursday night on my live so make sure you tune in and yes i'm like oh, it's only green lights green light green light and then i started saying green light green light come and get your candy green light i didn't ever say red light 
because that uh, would scare, freak people out. So yeah, it was fun. So anyways, everyone, thank you for tuning in today. We talked all about breast health. It was a great show. If you're not yet following me, make sure that you're following me. And on all the platforms, of course, on my YouTube channel, Dr. Janine Barry ND, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Facebook. It was a lot of fun. And everybody does have a calling in life. And mine is to empower you to live a healthy lifestyle. And of course, to do it naturally. I thank you for all of the love that you sent me. Please share this video. Give me all those likes and the thumbs up. Make sure you stick around on Instagram and on TikTok. I'll answer a few questions. I'll come back to that in just a moment. But thank you everybody for tuning in. Make sure you tune in next week, same time, 11 a.m. on Tuesday, and we will be sharing more information about how to get healthier and of course doing it naturally. Thanks for watching today.